Hello, hello, good day, and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am, as always, your genial host, Anthony J. Ashitino. And today, I wanted to talk about something. <clears throat> we had the day off today as teachers. For those of you who are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Uh, second of all, I am a teacher. I educate the minds of the youth. And we had off today. And we had off today because it's Columbus Day. And I often get uh, queried by my students. Questions are asked about, well, who, what was the deal with Columbus? Now, for those of you outside the United States, Columbus Day is a semi, sort of, not semi, sort of national holiday. Uh, many states give off uh, the day off for Columbus Day um, to celebrate the arrival of Columbus into the, quote, Americas. And so we had off today, and I thought, you know, um, this would be an excellent opportunity for me to talk about Christopher Columbus and to talk about what Columbus Day is about, what it means to me, what it means to other people, and really why I can't stand Christopher Columbus. And the fact that we have off on Columbus Day infuriates me. Um, not that we have off, don't get me wrong. I love having days off. Uh, I I wish we could go to the four-day week. This is one of the great things Nixon thought about, going to the four-day work week. Um, I'm all for it. I'm all for days off uh, for anything. But to celebrate someone who, um, you know, was a screw-up and to celebrate someone whose policies led directly to the deaths of, uh, at the very minimum, tens of thousands of people, uh, maybe more, uh, you know, and who is responsible for torturing uh, people. Uh, you know, this is just not something that we should be proud of. So let's let's start out at the beginning, though. All right. Uh, Columbus Day was, was established as a holiday in 1892 in America uh, to celebrate the 400 years. President Harrison celebrated 400 years since Columbus had gotten to the New World. Yay! Um you know, it had been uh, an issue. A lot of the things that you've been told as as children, uh, and that I was told as a child, uh, were out-and-out out lies or, or misrepresentations of the truth at best. First of all, the world was not flat, okay? People are like, oh, Columbus thought, the, everyone thought the world was flat and people thought he would sail off the end. No, nobody did, okay? By that time period, nobody thought the world was flat. Everyone knew that the world was round. Did people know that there were in America? There, there was a North and what we call now North and South America, uh, in between uh, Spain and in between uh, and the um, the Far East, China, India. Um, <clears throat> we know that, for example, uh, the Danes had reached there. That the, you know, uh, Leif Erikson and company had reached the New World. There are there are tantalizing bits of evidence that they may have made it as far inland as Minnesota at one point before the Native Americans uh, completely slaughtered them. Uh, but that was a very, that was more of a very kind of low um, investment adventure. Uh, but we do know that people thought things were there, okay? People thought things were there. And since the Portuguese had taken the lead by going east around Africa to get to India uh, and China, um, you know, people thought that it was something that they would go, um, you know, the, the Spaniards would go to the west. So Columbus approached uh, Ferdinand and Isabella, hey, can I have some money and some ships? And they were like, 
well, why not? We've just managed to, uh, you know, drive the last Muslims and Jews out of our country, uh, which essentially led to a complete, what we'd call a brain drain, uh, whereas, you know, that's when all of the people that knew what the heck they were doing leave the country. So they gave him the three ships, the fame, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Uh, you know, he sailed westward um, and managed to make landfall in the Americas and promptly, you know, ordered the Native Americans to turn over their gold. When they didn't, they were tortured, they were murdered. Columbus himself, towards the end, um, it was after his fourth journey, was uh, imprisoned. He was, he was put in chains and dragged back. He died in poverty. Now, what does this tell us about things? Well, it, it tells us a lot because, first of all, the fact of the matter is that the advent of um, Columbus Day as a holiday came after a particular riot in um, this is Louisiana in which 11 Italians were killed. Um, Italians, by the way, for most of their history in the United States, and uh, I could say this as an Italian, and even if I weren't Italian, I would say it anyway, because here at After School History, we speak the truth, okay? As Solzhenitsyn would say, we speak truth to power. Um, I don't care about uh, whom it particularly offends. I'm going to say things because it's a reality, and we need to deal with it. Uh, but Italians, for most of the history of the United States, have been considered non-whites, um, you know, they were considered the other. I mean, the, the the multiple names that they gave to Italians in the United States, you know, they, they were looked down upon. It's only been fairly recently that Italians have come to be accepted and be considered, quote, whites, <clears throat> which is the ultimate thing in the United States that a lot of immigrant groups, they aim to become considered on that level. And that, by the way, is a discussion for a whole other uh, podcast. Um, but the, the reality is that, you know, in, in the United States, there is definitely a kind of you're either this or you're that. You're either white or you're not. So Italians for so many years, you know, were considered the other. And, and then Christopher Columbus, you know, comes along, does this. And even after that, you know, they're still considered in the United States, you know, the, the, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, you know, majority in the United States doesn't want to consider them on equal pairing. But anyway, after this event, President uh, Benjamin Harrison declares, okay, we're going to we're going to celebrate Columbus. So 400 years the man came over, you know. And this is a celebration of European dominance over natives, over indigenous people. Um, Europeans love to celebrate that, you know, where they came and and they, you know, uh, rendered help or aid or took over these poor backwards peoples. Um, and, it, and it's complete malarkey, most of this stuff. Uh, they came over and they decimated entire civilizations because of a combination, uh, mostly, of, you know, what we'd, what we'd call, to quote the great book, guns, germs, and steel, okay? Um, <clears throat> now, as regards Columbus Day, one of the reasons I also get really upset about this is because as an Italian-American, as an American of Italian, among many other things— uh, heritage. By God, this is the man that you're going to pick. You're going to pick him to be the Italian that we want to celebrate. Not all of the other, I mean, for the love of God, go back in history at all of the great Italians, the great people from that peninsula that you could have named a day after. 
I mean, the, the list is so long. And I mean, the painters, the poets, the artists of all sorts. And you're like, no, we're going to name a day. We're going to name a day after the guy who came over. All right. It, it couldn't even find his way west. You know, didn't even know what was going on. Happened to land in places uh, by luck. And and then proceeded to massacre the Native Americans who were living there. I mean, I, you know, not for nothing, but Michelangelo never massacred Native Americans, okay? Or anyone for that record. All of these great Leonardo da Vinci, you know, uh, uh, Fermi. But, you know, even going to the more recent stuff, for crying out loud, let's name a day after, like, Pavarotti or something. No, we have to name a date after the guy who comes over and you know, murders, and tortures and murders numerous people. I don't like that. I think that this is ridiculous. And I think that uh, and all people should oppose this. Again, I like the idea that several states have already done, which is to turn this into uh, Indigenous People's Day uh, to celebrate the fact that there were numerous um, advanced cultures in the Americas already there. I mean, for crying out loud, uh, you know, even before the Mayans had a much better understanding of the way the calendar goes, um, you know, before the Europeans did. Um, Europeans got lucky in a lot of ways. And this is not to take away things from Europeans. I have a tremendous respect for the advances uh, that the Europeans made, you know, throughout history, uh, the things that that different European civilizations have given us. What I'm trying to say is just that, you know, when we talk about Columbus, and this is something that I think now... Now celebration of Columbus has become uh, a kind of thing where people who don't want to see change, they cling on to this because it's like, oh, no, well, you want to get, get, you know, it, it triggers the libs, you know, you want to get pissed off about Columbus Day. It, it's not about getting pissed off. It's not that we're trying that those of us, you know, on the left, which which I am. We're not trying to do it just for the sake of like, you know, well, let's screw over the right wing. No, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, are there so many more deserving people to have holidays named after than Christopher Columbus? Yes, there are. Okay, many, 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 many more. And it just upsets me, not only as an Italian, but as a human being, that we celebrate this man in this fashion. We should not. We should come up with something else, you know, and, and we should celebrate that. So, you know, with, with Columbus and with Columbus Day, um, you know, it's, it's just really kind of, for me, it's, it's a silly thing um, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a pretty dumb thing. And I know there are going to be people that disagree with me. I understand. I know that there are people. I know uh, several other Italians uh, who I've had this discussion with before. And they're like, whatever, you know, he did, he was still a great man, he still did this and that. Um, Respectfully, I disagree with that. I don't think he was a great man at all. Um, I think he was a man with a bad sense of navigation uh, who managed to come over and and managed to, I mean, if you were a Native American at the time, if you have any Native American heritage to you, um, I think Christopher Columbus is just about the worst thing that could ever have happened. So, you know, we go with that. And um, I would love to see a movement, you know, get even bigger to changing it from, you know, Columbus Day to change it to something else. Again, Indigenous Peoples Day is a, is a great thing, even if it's a little awkward to say. 
But let's let's move it from there. Let's stop celebrating these things. Let's stop accepting that just because something, you know, again, and, and a holiday that's just over 100 years old. It's not like this is a holiday that existed from the 1600s or the 1700s. This is just over 100 years old. Um, it was a bad idea back then. Um, it was done politically. It's a bad idea now. Let's change things, okay? Let's change it up. So that's the thoughts on Columbus Day. And again, anyone that agrees, disagrees, you know, do feel free to throw things down. Um, you know, tweet me, you know, Antonius Optimus. I have my Instagram. I haven't put anything up on it yet. It's Ashes Army. Uh, Antonius Optimus is the name. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's coming along. I've got a couple of ideas for things to do with that. So, but I haven't really had the opportunity. And again, this is, this is nothing personal. This is dealing with my, um, you know, with, with the fact that I'm putting out this podcast. So we've got that going. Um, I would like to thank all of my listeners, um, everywhere around United States, Philippines, Pakistan, United Kingdom. It's great. I noticed that Colorado started listening. Someone in Colorado, way to go. Um, in the United States, we've got now, we're up to six states, so we're six out of 50. New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Texas, Minnesota, Colorado, keep them coming. And listen, if you are, if you have friends, relatives, family overseas, um, send them the link. I would love to see it, and I'll give a shout out, you know, let me know about it. I have no problem with that. I'd love to see expansion into multiple other countries. I think there are a lot of things that we talk about here that are really germane. Uh, there's so much going on right now. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I think I might have to actually increase it um, to you know maybe twice a week. I'm getting a lot of hits now, which is great, a lot of listens. But there's also a lot of things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about what's going on in Turkey and in, in northern Syria. My God, you know we're we're <laughs> we're back uh, back to the beginning. You know this is like back to the future. Okay. Um, it's just absolutely ridiculous and atrocious what's going on there. Um, I want to talk about sports a little bit. You know, I know there's some people have asked me to talk more about sports and I'm happy to do that. Um, I'd, I'd love to be able to talk about what's going on right now in football. I mean, one of the things that I'd like to talk about is Rutgers and, uh, let me make this very clear. If you are a member of the Rutgers university administration or the athletic department, in, in one way or another. If you have anything to do with Rutgers and are dealing with sports and football, shame on you, okay? We're tired. We're sick and tired of getting our teeth kicked in every week. This is an embarrassment. It's pathetic. I tell you, I love Rutgers as the greatest school in the country. Um, you know, I've always been very proud of being a Rutgers alum. Uh, you know, I... I, I Always support Rutgers, but this is where it's just it's you guys have let things now go beyond the pale. This is absolutely outrageous. Okay, I don't care how much money you're making; it's not worth it. You've sold your soul. This is a thirty pieces of silver here. Stop with this. We need to get Rutgers out of that. The Big Ten. We're just getting killed. Okay. And I've had this discussion with several people. It's not even like having a bad year. Now it's just becoming embarrassing. Okay, and I know this talk is going out there, but we're going to get Shiano back. Don't worry, everything. First of all, uh, Greg Shiano, if you're listening, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. If Greg Shiano is listening to this, listen, don't don't sully yourself. Okay, don't come back here. Um, nothing's going to change. Okay, uh, it, it, you you can't 
you can't compete against this level uh, unless you have that level of stuff, and we don't. We don't at Rutgers, and furthermore, uh, do we really want to be that way? Do we really want to be this, you know, what is the point of the university? That we become a major football power? Who cares? In the grand scheme of things, I, I, it really doesn't matter. Stop with the nonsense. It's starting to trickle down. We're going to end up becoming known as a laughing stock, okay? Uh, you know, of of college football, of American college American football, and it's going to start affecting the way people view Rutgers. I mean, because unfortunately, a lot of the way people view colleges these days is they view how their sports teams are doing. Okay, you know, people want to go to Duke. Why? Do you have any idea what Duke's reputation is? No, but I know that they win a lot of basketball games. You know, I I want to go to. Uh, you know, USC because they win a lot of football in Michigan and all these other teams. I mean, I remember Northwestern about 10 years ago when Northwestern, which is a good school anyway, but when their football team managed to be ranked in the top 10 in the country, applications went up something like 25%. That, that's what it can do. It can have the adverse effect as well. When Rutgers is constantly getting their brains beat in, Okay, it has the adverse effect that, you know, the kids are going to be like, well, I don't want to go to that school. It must be a loser school. It's not. It's the best university in the country. And anyone who tells you otherwise is, is either lying or trying to sell you something. Okay, believe me, I know this. That's not just because I'm an alumnus of this, but that's because it's the truth. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, Rutgers, stop with this nonsense. We're tired of it. Thankfully, the international break is over in uh, um you know, the, the real football, and uh, we'll be getting back to club play this week. So uh, at Chelsea, I believe, have Newcastle at home. Um, hopefully they will manage to win that one. And other than that, baseball is going on. You know, it's the playoffs now, so something my poor Pittsburgh Pirates have not seen for many, 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 many years. But that's the way it goes. Um, we'll do another episode, don't worry. I'll do another episode on sports alone. I know a couple of people have asked me about that. But, um, and I'm sorry. I just, I had to rant about Rutgers because I'm really upset about it. Because it's such a great school and has such a great history. You know, the birthplace of college football. And this year it's becoming kind of the, you know, the, the graveyard of college football. I mean, God, it's just, it's embarrassing. Uh, and I don't like to be embarrassed. I'm very rarely embarrassed. I am right now. So, that having been said, um, please do, like I said, send over the link. You know, I put it up on my Twitter all the time for people. Uh, send the link over. Um, you know, put me on up on Snap, whatever you want. Uh, get the word out. We're going to keep putting these episodes out there. We're going to keep educating people. We're going to keep talking about what's going on. And hopefully, we will be able to change a couple of mindsets out there. So, Keep in touch with me. Let me know what you want to hear in the future. I will continue putting things out. Um, until then, I hope that everything goes well with you and with yours and that you have a great rest of your week. And we will be in touch soon. Uh, I am quite certain you will hear my voice again. So take care, everyone. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>